0: Welcome to Dangerous To Go Alone, I'm Jay Ray, and I was once not allowed to eat a delicious dessert because I wouldn't finish eating my vegetables. Only once? Well, it's a very singular traumatic moment.
1: I see. All right, I'm Amanda, and I just ate some dino chicken nuggets, like an adult, of which I am.
0: (laughs) If I was being offered dino chicken nuggets at the time, I would have finished (laughs) that meal. I see. It was not Dino Chicken Nuggets. It was, it
1: was broccoli. What was it? You don't remember? No. As traumatic as it was, you it don't was, remember. Yeah,
0: but I'm trying to think. What are some pre-made desserts that are like a, a brand of them that like someone keeps in the freezer? Maybe they're like a like box an cake. cake. Yeah, something like that. But it was in the freezer, yeah. so it was like a. Boxed ice cream cake. I want to say like maybe pre-made Betty Crocker or something like okay. that. I don't know, but it looked really good. Yeah, I
1: see. I wasn't allowed to eat it.
0: It's terrible.
1: Sorry. You should have eaten your vegetables.
0: Well, I don't talk to those family members anymore if that's any indication <laughs> of how terrible it was. <laughs>
1: okay. That's great.
0: Um, so we got a, kind of a more relaxed episode this week. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed last week's episode where, uh, there were, last episode rather, where we played Follow.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> I forgot my sword. Yeah. So good. It's so good. So good. Um, as always, we are members of the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network, so visit brokenjars.xyz uh, to check out some of the other shows, and um, visit patreon.com slash brokenjars if you're interested in donating some moolah for us to continue to keep the network up and running. Um, you know, give us some breathing room. Word. Word. <laughs> there it is. Uh... And I guess as a side note, too, before we get into this more relaxed episode, uh, we do have a Tumblr, d...
1: At d2ga.tumblr.com.
0: Well, it's not at, or is it? Oh. Not at symbol.
1: Not at symbol. Right. Confusing. Sorry. Mm -hmm. d2ga.tumblr.com.
0: Where we put up some, like, general ask us questions stuff, because we want to start answering questions on the show. So visit us there, or uh, hit us up on... uh, our Twitter, which is Danger Alone Pod, at Danger Alone Pod. There you go. It'll be good. Uh, for this week, we're just going to kind of talk about uh, what we've been playing video game wise lately. Um, a lot of people are saying it's like the best time to be playing video games, like this. Have you heard that? Quarter, a bunch.
1: Because of Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath of the
0: Wild. And other stuff too, though. But What's those, other those are the front. Well, so there's a game called Near Automato, Modo, Modo, I don't know. Some. Japanese game, I think. Oh uh, yeah, there's
1: that other game too. A bunch of
0: uh, Persona Five. Yeah,
1: a lot of my friends are playing that.
0: Um, and like not the, my thing, but but and the, you know and it ke- it keeps going. But I just know that there's quite a few um, highly regarded games kind of making the rounds right now. And I know a lot of the uh, video game podcasts that I listen to have been having trouble
1: covering it all.
0: Yeah, because yeah. you know someone gets really deep into a game, they have to switch gears for another. And they they're pining to go back to whatever game they've left behind. So. Sure. So we decided to kind of touch base and, you know, because we are not professional video game anythings, uh, you know, we, we can kind of be a little bit more relaxed about it. So the first thing we'll, uh, we'll just kind of quickly touch on is the uh, Overwatch event uprising. Yeah. Uh, you've been playing a bunch.
1: Yeah, I've uh, have been. Pl- so we didn't get into Overwatch. I think we've been over this on this show. But as a recap, we okay. didn't play Overwatch till a little late in the game. We mm. started in the fall of last year when right. the game came out in the spring. So we waited a, a good six plus months before we started playing. And I've been playing pretty consistently since then. I mean, I definitely played more when we first got it, but I still play pretty much every day.
0: Like we're we're at a point where I think realistically, it's. You only feel like you're driven to play the game during a special event.
1: Yeah, at this point, I think that's where we're both at. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll still probably play one round a day kind of a thing, but yeah. that's it. And I don't, like, try to go to the arcade and get loot boxes unless there's an event happening. Right,
0: right. Yeah, if there's not an event, then we're probably playing competitive.
1: Competitive, yeah. right, yeah.
0: Because the last event was Lunar New Year. Right. Um, and I remember once that was over, I pretty much stopped playing Overwatch. Yeah, you just thing. stopped
1: playing until now. But anyway, Uprising is kind of interesting because it's... Uh, I mean, obviously, we've, we've only been around... Lunar New Year, was was that the only event we were around for? Oh, no. The no, it was holiday. Christmas, yeah. Yeah, Christmas stuff. Um, this is
0: the first time you and I are participating in this PvE game mode that they've introduced. Right. Though reportedly... Not reportedly. They had one for Halloween, but that gotcha. was after we played. Yeah, yeah. Called so we Professor Junkenstein something or other. I see. Yeah.
1: So that's why this one is a little bit is a little bit different for us because yeah. it's the first time we're doing that. But also I think this is, and I don't know about the other events that we missed, but this seems to be the first event to like really integrate a major storyline kind of. Yeah, I
0: believe that's correct.
1: Um, yeah. Which is, I think, actually what makes it unique, not the PvE thing.
0: Right. So the, uh, the mission itself, which is called Insurgents, takes place on the King's Row map. And uh, you're kind of playing through if you play it the regular way. Uh, as Tracer's first mission with Overwatch. Right. right. Uh, so who, who's part of that team?
1: Tracer, Torbjorn, Reinhardt, and Mercy.
0: Um, and and they're going to King's Row, why?
1: To fight the Omnics. Right, what's the name of the... Yeah, they're the Omnics. It, yeah. No, is that the name of the evil group, though?
0: Huh. <sighs> That's a great question. I don't think it is. I think they, they, they're, like they're a trying to in, integrate group. the
1: omnics into society, but there is a group of omnics. Yeah. That's called something that I can't remember.
0: Yeah. I mean, because um, there, are, um, there are good omnics, obviously. Um, Zenyatta right, is obviously right, right. a good guy in that um, life. Boy, yeah. So this. it's
1: just the specific group that is, um, you know, sort of protesting, I guess, by, by launching this attack.
0: Right. And, um, you know, they're all purple. Yeah. And mean looking.
1: Oh, yeah, I got the um, Bastion skin. He looks dope in that purple. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And I have a um, I have an Orissa one.
1: Oh, yeah, the Orissa one's pretty, excuse me, pretty neat as yeah. well.
0: Uh, as, as we said, we did just finish eating chicken nuggets, so. We did. Bear with us.
1: Excuse my hiccup.
0: Uh, yeah, this. but my Orissa skin is, like, normal. Yeah. Like, it's her normal, non-evil version sure, of that skin. Right, right. Right. Um, uh, uprising da-da-da, Revenge, yada-yada, normal mode, yada-yada, lore, Null Sector.
1: Null Sector, that's right, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Well, that's going to do it for this one. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Yeah, so we got these Null Sect uh, versions of the Omnics who are attacking King Zero, and um, it's a pretty mobile game type.
1: Yeah, and it integrates some other things like those three capture points, which work this you know the same way any capture points would in the control modes.
0: Right, you have to have a character in the capture points. Um, if an enemy goes, it's contested, so you have to keep them out. Um, yep, and that's three points of those. Yeah.
1: Right. Yep, and then uh, there's a payload that yep. we, that you move after that.
0: Similarly, um, stops moving once enemies are. In its proximity,
1: right. right. Yeah. And then after the payload movement, then there's just a, a like battle. Yeah. There's just like a you mar- have to kill those. There's four of them, yeah. right? Yeah. Four Orissa's. OR15s. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Are they 15s?
1: Yeah, because it looks like Arissa. That's where Arissa gets right. her name. is OR15. I see. Or15s. Yeah.
0: So where does the A come from?
1: I don't know because she's a girl. I don't know. <laughs> I hate it. That's fine.
0: Okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah. No. So it's um, it's fun, and as you've discovered. Um playing that normal mode is maybe the better way to play it because people are forced to... Yeah,
1: to have it balanced. Yeah. But it's probably more fun to play in the all-heroes yeah. sort of version of it where you can play as anybody.
0: I've had some great runs as Arisa. in all-heroes. Orissa's yeah.
1: great for the all-heroes. Yeah, she is.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, essentially, because what it is is all, none of those characters can heal, so you need a healer. Right. When Mercy comes in. Um, you need a tank to kind of block, because at some point you just kind of get overwhelmed with enemies. Yeah. So you kind of need um, Reinhardt to be there to just stop it.
1: Yeah. The other two, I think it doesn't matter as much, as long as you have people with attack
0: power. Right. Theoretically, Tracer has more oomph for her guns specifically, mm-hmm. while Torbjorn can like weaken everybody so right. that when Tracer comes in, she could just kind of finish them off. Yeah, yeah. In actuality, it doesn't really work like that. Torbjorn feels kind of OP for that mode. Yeah,
1: it really does. Um,
0: he's getting his alt every couple of like, every second, every, yeah. every minute or so. Pretty it's, much. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You just hear molten core yeah, right. in the distance. Um, yeah, but it's fun. It's fun. I wish um, I can tell. So there's different difficulties for this: mm-hmm. normal, hard, very hard, and suicide or some yeah, nonsense yeah. like that. And um, I've tried the hard one a couple times, but I think ultimately that's like you got you to gotta do a, like a pug or something, like a pickup group. Yeah. Because um, you could just hop on and you'll match with people, but I haven't won one yet, despite right. me feeling like I've done well. Yeah. Um, because you just need to be on comms, I think, with Yeah, them. better
1: cohesive team, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: so that's what it is. I don't really see the necessary point of doing it other than bragging rights. I've heard that there's like trophies. Right. Which I think are PSN trophies. Oh, okay. Which we don't. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, we're not really up for that life. Um, and then you get some player icons as well. Also, oh, like that's the cool. less glamorous of those. Uh, sure. Trinkets or what have you.
1: Right.
0: But yeah, no, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah it, I agree. It, it ends. Uh,
1: Next week or something yeah, soon. Yeah,
0: pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, if you haven't played it yet, uh, give that a shot. There's like a butt ton of stuff to unlock
1: oh yeah it's ridiculous
0: yeah there are 114 uprising items crazy 10 skins 3 emotes 6 victory poses 48 voice lines 31 sprays 3 highlight intros and 13 player icons
1: I feel like I have all 48 of those voice lines at this point
0: Amanda's been getting voice lines left and right yeah it's crazy Um, someone tried to do the math at Polygon I think and it's gonna take something like 200 hours
1: yeah of straight gameplay
0: to mathematically be able to get all of them yeah
1: to even be able to which doesn't mean you will
0: yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Um, anything else to say about it, really?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. All right, so then we will uh, get them moving on. So next up, I'm going to I'm gonna save this one for last.
1: You, whatever you'd like.
0: I think it's going to be like... Whatever order you'd like. We're going to talk about For Honor. Okay. Okay, so I'm not playing For Honor currently, but I was. Yeah, I just um,
1: recently finished up your your stint with For Honor. Yeah,
0: I don't know if we said it during the PAX podcast, but... um. Before we got home from PAX, we stopped at GameStop to buy a Breath of the Wild snapback. Yep. And four honor on PS4. Yes. Um, I played it quite a lot, I'd say. You did. I beat the campaign in a couple days. Yep. Um, and I played online for a stretch. And yep. um, and then I just hit a wall, I was like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. So let me let me say this is the Break tricky it down, thing man. with um sure. Sherb. Boom, 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 Oh, I thought you were gonna rap or something. Yeah. No.
1: No, no you gotta talk, and I'm gonna.
0: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Get out of <laughs> here. Um, so what? So what makes people want to continuously play Overwatch since it came out? Right. These are the questions. Sure. If I had to break it down, I'm gonna say <laughs> the um, loot boxes. Yeah. Competitive mode. Yep. And then, if it's fun, right? The funness I think varies depending on if you're playing with friends or not. Yeah, I think it's easier to lose interest in the fun if you're just playing alone and you're doing the matchmaking and you're constantly being matched by assholes. You're yeah, yeah,
1: especially yeah, if your teams keep being really shitty in a row, I always like you know, right. I always end up shutting my PS4 off angrily. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, similarly, the loot boxes you just get. As opposed to over, not Overwatch, For Honor. For Honor. Um, you know, you salvage it from the field after a match, which is just kind of some randomly generated thing. Right. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Um, but it affects your stats. Um, it'll increase your strength, it'll increase your sprint speed, it'll make you throw enemies further, whatever. It, you know? For
1: each character or in general? like is For it the overall, character
0: but... you played that match with. Gotcha. But there's nothing amazing thus far. Yeah. Um, And then the big thing is there is no competitive mode. Right. Which I think was why I stopped. I hit a point and I was playing and I was winning and I was losing and it's fine. Um, But like there was no, I wasn't accumulating that into anything that was like worth something i guess in game if that makes sense you know yeah
1: no totally you didn't have something to motivate you to do it it's not that the matches weren't fun but like that was it you didn't have anything else to motivate you to do it for the fun of it because then you could just play anything else for the fun of it
0: because we've been playing rocket league for over a year it's true i've been playing for years yeah you have um emphasis on that r (laughs) yours yours but um and really it's the ranked mode Going up and down the rink and seeing it and challenging yourself, whatever.
1: Yeah, and they add new game modes, yes, which uh, know, makes it fun. And, and also you do earn things, stuff. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, but I don't know. There's just something about For Honor that just didn't make it fun to come back. Plus, honestly, there's was, there was some issues with that game thus far that are like hindering its funness.
1: Oh, yeah? Like what?
0: Um, well, matchmaking takes a while.
1: So mm. you...
0: All right, let me rewind here. Yeah. So you click multiplayer. And it does this ridiculous 45-second screen thing where it tells you where the three factions are in this in-game minigame. Because the whole game takes place on this um, land around like a lake or something. Uh Uh-huh. Like the Mediterranean Sea. So maybe it's a small sea. Okay. Um, So there's the Vikings, there's the samurai, and then there are the knights. Yep. Um... When you start playing, you can select what faction you'd like to fight for. Now, this doesn't affect what characters you play as. irrelevant. relevant. Weird. But when you're playing online, then all the points you accrue, however they're doled out, go oh. to you.
1: Was The Last of Us like this? I think so. Yes. Yeah.
0: But it was only the two factions. Right. And, of course, the problem, too, is because like there's no incentive to join one or the other except for, I think, at the end of... A day in game, or something like that. The winning faction got loot or parts or something. I see. Okay. Um, so that's well, Forerunner hundred doesn't get that necessarily. At the end of a day, like you get a, a visual aesthetic item. I think it is. Mm. So if, if your faction wins. Yeah. Gotcha. So I think I picked the samurai at first, but I played a lot as a knight or a Viking. Yeah. But that's fine because it all goes toward the samurai, samurai faction. right. Then in between matches, I could go in and assign those points I got, which they equate to like soldiers, and okay. put them in a location to fight a war.
1: I see, I see.
0: Um, But again, it's kind of pointless. And you don't really feel attached to your thing. It ultimately becomes who, like what team do you just want to be a part of. And a mm-hmm. lot of people just pick the samurai because they're the cooler team. Yeah, obviously. So it's not really even. Right. Um, so whatever. Uh, well, so and it's
1: like not attached to. Well, I know there is some story in the campaign of For Honor, but to compare it to The Last of Us, when you're choosing what are they? Are they Marauders and Fireflies? Whatever the bad. It's the
0: Fireflies are. and like yeah, it's like Marauders or scavengers or something. Yeah, like I that, forget yeah. what
1: they are. But anyway, um, you know there is some amount of uh, reason to choose one over the other if you have played the campaign of The Last of Us because you might have a stance on whether you think the Fireflies are a good or bad organization right. on a personal level. Do you think that they're doing something? worthwhile for society in this society or not, you know?
0: Right, yeah. Um, but in this, we haven't done yeah, it. Yeah, right? well,
1: and there's a campaign, but again... And you get to see the stories of knights, vikings, and samurai, but I'm so, sure...
0: yeah, the, the campaign is actually chronological. Mm-hmm. So you start with the knights because in the story, this thing happens first. Okay. By the time you get to the vikings, all the knight stuff has happened, and now your knight character is fighting with the major faction in the game against the vikings and then you play the viking storyline fighting that that bigger faction way i see and by the time you're done with that you move on to the samurai who are now also fighting that faction after the vikings had fallen or whatever right um i mean the story is fine it's interesting but really it's just a glorified tutorial kind of puts you through most of the characters and learn how to fight or whatever yeah um so You sit through this whole crazy watching the different sides go more land, less land. Mm -hmm. Then you get into the match. More often than not, a match was never full. It starts out with AI on your team. Yeah. At some point, a player would join. That's great. But then the game would freeze a hot minute when a player joined or left. Right, yeah. Which also throws off your flow when you're like worrying about dodging and parrying and all this complicated stuff in the game. Right. Um. And then people just didn't stay in the rooms, so waiting until the next match was generally a useless tactic, because people would just leave and then rejoin again. Right. Um, And similarly, players left all the time in modes that were like Elimination.
1: Right, When there was no penalty, right, for that? No penalty, which
0: is really the worst part.
1: Which is nice, but it's also, yeah, it's not discouraging people from doing it, you know? Because people leave in my competitive Overwatch matches all the time, and it really frustrates me, but... A lot less lately, i felt. Oh, it happened to me twice today. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think if they had a competitive mode where there could be a penalty, maybe it would have been better, but thus far there isn't, so people are just leaving. So you're in a, you know, a 4v4 elimination match, and then two of your players leave or something then you're stuck with the ai
1: right at least they give you ai
0: it's true but um what's that worth at some point yeah of
1: course of course
0: um so again it was a fun game while i played it but uh, i did hit a hard wall where i was just not fun anymore
1: you also said to me too that like you felt personally like you weren't good enough to play against whoever was left playing it who are like really good players well so
0: i didn't get the game at launch i got it like a couple weeks after right so i was like still probably part of the new users but as i continued to play and those users who just weren't into the game left right you end up with the people who dedicate to it right um so similarly when we play rocket league i'm in a bit higher rank than you and you feel like well it's not even fun to play against those people who are that good yeah because they're way better than me Right. right um it's a lot more fun when we're playing with evenly matched people yes so it's the same thing with this game you know uh you have, it always goes this way. The other team is amazing.
1: Right.
0: You are probably the best person on your team. Yeah. And you're not even that good. Right. And the other three people are trash.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so those three trash people just die. Yeah. And then you've got four amazing people just fighting you. and right. that, And you could tell they're toying with you in that game. Right. Um, they're standing on the side and watching you fight this one dude or whatever. Or yeah, sometimes yeah. they don't even give you that benefit of pretending to fight back and they'll all just stab you at the same time. Right. Um, yeah. And it's just not fun. So I think that's also why competitive mode would be helpful, because those ranks would could be
1: ranked, more. right, yeah. Because
0: yeah. there's also a very confusing leveling system to me anyways, because your character has a level, one of the 12 character classes, mm-hmm. and then you as a player have a level.
1: Oh, weird.
0: So I don't even know what their algorithm is to judge that off of, because if there's a new class that I'm playing for the first time, but right. I've played the game a lot. Right are they going to match me with lower-ranked players or higher-ranked players? Right. And from what I saw, they didn't give a shit. Right. So, like, oh, these people want to play. Good luck. Right. So, it's been, um, you know, again, it was fine, but they definitely need some updates and stuff. So, if they, um, I loaned it to a friend. Yep. So, I think he'll enjoy it for the short time they will have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, at some point, they do an update that I, I might want to get back into it, but otherwise, um, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, totally fair. I mean,
1: you, I it think it was a pretty got, looking game. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was and the premise was,
0: was fun.
1: Yeah, super cool and unique and worthwhile. Yeah, and you played enough. You yeah, know, you played there's, plenty.
0: There's just not enough network support. And there's just some oddities in terms of the flow of it that just awkward enough to make it not like right. a favorite game of mine. Right. I will say, I don't know what it is, but games like Destiny and Overwatch kind of have started to change the landscape of games mm-hmm. Skyrim 2 honestly it's yeah. even older but people will just go on and play them forever right right I mean I was playing Destiny for a long time
1: well not to get into this conversation but I'd argue that's not well it is changing the landscape of games because temporarily we got away from that but i i'm i'm still playing friggin whatever link to the past or whatever for, that's old as shit I, i've played ocarina of time so many times i couldn't even tell you
0: that's different because you'll go back to play it and yeah. it'll end and then you're done
1: yeah but like even when i had it the first time around i i played it continuously i mean it does end i get what you're saying right. but like yeah i don't know
0: i mean because like with destiny i would hop on because i had to Right. And then I'm doing checklists. Right. I have these bounties. I need these supplies. You know, I want to find this gun. Like, but I'm not even playing the game. Right. I'm working the game. Right. And it's the same thing with Overwatch sometimes. We're just there for the loot boxes. Yeah, it's true. Um, And the only reason why it's upsetting when we lose is because we don't get to check a box off on our loot box scattering. That's very true. Um, But then a game like For Honor, it's like, It doesn't have enough legs in that multiplayer. Someone's taking a shit in the uh, litter box. Freshly cleaned litter box. Yeah,
1: I'm just trying to keep my eye on the water. Sorry.
0: Um, Yeah, so For Honor just doesn't have enough in that multiplayer back end to keep people the way other games have been trying to keep people. Right. Um, So it feels weird when you walk away from it because you're like, well, that's not how I play video games anymore. I played a video game for a year. Again, I've played Rocket League ever since it came out. Yeah, good point. Um, I'm looking forward to Destiny too. Um, and I've thought about it a bunch of times to get back into Destiny just so I could ready myself for Destiny Two, which is ridiculous. Right. And similarly, um, you know, we'll talk about Breath of the Wild later in the show, but you know, you're taking your time. And oh yeah. You're doing some of that stuff. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? I feel like I have too many side quests compared right. to my main quests. Yep. So today I'm just going to do side quests. Yep. Um, And that's how it feels like games are supposed to be, even though that's not real. That's something in the past five years.
1: Right, for sure.
0: Um, And that's what Skyrim did. People ended up making up their own stuff. They're like, you know, I've never been to this part of the map. What's over here? Yep. Um, So it's a weird thing. That's what Forerunner is lacking. It just doesn't have any depth after just playing the game, which is not a fault. Right. It's just the shift in what people are expecting from games.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: It's really weird. Um, any other thoughts based on you watching me play foreign?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. I didn't even try it, folks. Not once.
0: No. I mean, it's intimidating. It seems hard. It's really punishing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she saw me freak out sometimes because, like, there's nothing you could do. This person's blocking all of your attacks or they're too fast for you to block. Yeah. Um, if you've ever watched, like, a Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom contest, especially the current stuff. Um, it's very similar. Like, you just kind of get in a mode where you've l- locked your opponent mm-hmm. from doing something. right? Um, so whether you're bouncing them up in the air or you're constantly, like, stunning them or something, That's for- if you're not good at it, foreigner can do that to you.
1: Right. I see.
0: And it's frustrating because there's, like, a 12-second respawn time. Yeah. You spawn all the way back in your battlefield.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You run all the way up. And then you get stunlocked until you're dead. Yeah. And it's like, well, what the hell's happening? Yeah, yeah. So it's tough, and I understood why you didn't want to try it.
1: Yeah, seemed hard. I didn't. Ha- I, I wasn't going to try to be good at it, Ooh. so I, I didn't even want to try it once because I was like, this just seems hard, so I don't think it'll be fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I did. I was looking forward to doing that, to being good at it, mm-hmm. but there was just too many problems with the technology of it. Right. That I was just like, ah, I don't know. Um, so I switched it up and started playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. Finally. Now, Amanda played this game a long time ago, months ago.
1: Yeah. Um, Not that long ago because we waited for the PS4 release. So I played it as soon as it got released for PS4, which was, I don't know. I mean, it was six or eight months ago by now, but. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not as long ago as that game is old, I guess is the point.
0: So tell me your reactions to it from what you recall. Like, loved it, hated it.
1: Yeah, I really loved it. I liked um, Tomb Raider 2013 a lot, and I thought that Rise of the Tomb Raider was even better than mm-hmm. Tomb Raider 2013, so I was very happy with it at the end of the day. I think the story was great. I think it looked great. I think it was fun to play. It added um, some stuff that I think was good and worthwhile. Um, I do feel like I liked the Rise of the Tomb Raider story, sorry, Tomb Raider 2013's story better, mm. um, but... The Rise of the Tomb Raider still also tells a very compelling, worthwhile story. So it's uh, it's pr- it's pretty great. I really liked it. A lot. It was great. Yeah, I probably... I, I don't know, because Uncharted 4 came out not long after it, the release of to- Rise of the Tomb Raider on the Xbox. So a lot of people compare them. I feel like I'm... I don't know. I might have liked Uncharted 4 better. But I really liked Rise of the Tomb
0: Raider a lot. I mean, I will say... So I'm not done with Rise of the Tomb Raider. But the story of Uncharted 4 is like something special yeah, for yeah. that type of genre of game. For sure. It, it. They had no right to have a story that was that good. Yeah. For the kind of video game it was. That's really true. Um,
1: yeah, Uncharted 4, I mean, I would pick Rise of the Tomb Raider over all the other Uncharted games, but I think Uncharted 4 really brought something extra to the table.
0: Yeah, I think what gravitated me toward the Uncharted series, aside from it being popular, and I didn't have a PS 3 at a time, mm-hmm. was that I really like Indiana Jones. Yeah. So you always just want to play something like that, and Nathan really is just Indiana Jones. Yeah, he Jones. really is, yeah. Um, which is kind of... Uh, I mean, obviously, early Lara Croft was that. Yep. Um, they've kind of taken a step. Well, they took a step away from it for the reboot. Right. Um, but she's kind of that again in the in Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I gotta say, I really, really enjoyed the reboot of Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider
1: 2013. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Rise has not captured me the same way. Oh man. Um, and there's some oddities in how I played it I started it before we moved yeah and I took a couple weeks off from it right so I kind of jumped in somewhere right, right? Um, I haven't quite fully got the hang of the combat
1: mm.
0: um, there's so there's like moments where I just don't understand like am I going full out am I going stealth they don't I felt like they don't give you enough tools for stealth mm. or they didn't give you enough. Like, I feel like enemies find you quickly. Like, say I shoot an arrow to draw them somewhere. Right. That dude always comes right to my bush. But his dialogue is always like, where is she? Right. Right? And I'm like, don't come over here, man. <laughs> And she, and, you know, they come or whatever. Um, so there, but there have been really instances where it's great. Right. Um, there was a, a part where I, I I shot an arrow. A dude walked away. I followed another dude. I knifed him. Right. Yep then because of the separation of the first two of the three dudes, I was able to knife them silently. Right. And there was a group of guys in the back of the level that I shot a poison arrow at, and they all died. Right. And I was like, ooh, smooth. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Then there's another instance where there's two guys talking by a bonfire and two or three guys walking around in a circle, Mm -hmm. and um, there's just no smooth way to do it. Like, I killed one guy and put him in a bush, Um, but, like, one guy standing next to a gas tank. Right. It's like the game is telling me to blow him up. Right. And once I blow him up, that's it. It's yeah, a right, full right. firefight. So. Yeah. Um, and then the firefights are hard. There's like a snap it is. to... I'd
1: say that Rise of the Tomb Raider is more challenging on the combat level um, than Tomb Raider was. Right. Um, which... I don't think it's a bad thing. What you're describing doesn't sound like a bad thing to me. Like I, I feel like the game gives you options and you can choose to do it in different ways right. a little bit more, um, even than Uncharted 4, even though i stealth killed everybody in Uncharted 4, I don't think that's what Uncharted 4 wanted me to do. <laughs> um, but I, I think Rise of the Tomb Raider, and it is, it's true. I remember one scene specifically, which might be the same bonfire scene that you're talking about that took me a really long time. Because um, it's like just dude, really challenging. Like
0: you're in a swamp and you swim up to this scene. Oh, and no. A, okay. And there's no. a dude at the edge who's easy to stealth kill. Mm-hmm. And then it, to- it like makes you crawl into a bush so you're already hidden. Mm. Um, yeah, there's like four or five guys and they start introducing these really heavily armored guys or whatever. And it's nice because, like, oh, if you have a poison arrow, right. it doesn't matter how much armor they got, they'll die from it. Yeah, yeah. That, so it's kind of funny when there you got these. You know, the first time they introduced the dudes with the big shields, right? Yeah. It's like a cutscene and there's two of them. Yeah. And I poison arrowed them. They were died instantly. Oh. And I was like, That's that cool. took
1: me a really long time. I didn't do that. Yeah.
0: And I was like, oh, well, that felt chipped. But yeah. then you did it a different way. And then you felt like, oh, man. It the, was you know, really hard. I died
1: things. a bunch of them that first time. Yeah. There were those two guys. Yeah. Because
0: I think, um, and you're doing it in Breath of the Wild, but you get in a place where you're like, well, I have to save this stuff. Right. I need it later. Right. But I'm at a place in Tomb Raider where I'm like, ah, fire over yeah. here, gas these guys, yeah, blow yeah, this yeah. door up, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there's mushrooms everywhere. And there is, all there really is.
1: You do fine. I, I never ran out of, I, well, I ran out during combat scenes, but was able right. to quickly replenish right. after I did, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, um, so now that I've been doing that, it's easier, but there's still some jankiness in the actual combat that I'm not enjoying as much. Mm-hmm. And... Um, hard yeah and then even the story too it's just not grabbing me the same way like you said i think the. i don't think the story i agree
1: i i I think the rise of the tomb raider story is still good and i think it gets better towards the end by the Mm. time i got to like i don't know the last 30 percent of that game maybe i was like this is good right this is really good
0: um so I did do the... There was yeah. a Baba Yaga storyline. Yeah, that was awesome. I was like a free DLC, right? I think so. I don't know if that's true. And if and if not, it was good, though. It was really that good. That was a very good self-contained piece of thing. It really was, yeah.
1: Um, and it's super fun. That that battle with Baba Yaga is really fun.
0: And I will say the way the collectibles work in this game, too, are not overwhelming. So I feel like if I'm looking for more relaxed experience, I can just travel back to a place I've left. Yep. And just pick that stuff up, especially as you get new gear. Yep. Um but it's it's easy to uh, pick all that stuff up and there's like a different sense of accomplishment when you do that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the combat's being a real, it's a real stick for me that it's hard for me to (laughs) kind of navigate around. And I, I, but I had that problem in Uncharted 4 also. Yeah. uh, Because they kind of changed the gameplay mechanics in Uncharted 4 also. Yep. Because stealth was never really a thing in the previous games. Not at all. You know, they let you maybe take out the first three people. Right. And then Nate will clumsily walk past the corner, and then it's right. firefight. Yeah, but like you said, Uncharted Four gave you a lot of opportunities to just crawl around.
1: Yeah, again, that's pretty much exclusively how I played that game.
0: Yeah. So, and I, you know, I, I'm a big Metal Gear fan, and stealth is a huge part of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but so there's just something that's um, I haven't connected with those two games yet in terms of how to do that stealth. Right. Uh, I think it's
1: harder. I think it's it's. Um, it's a little more realistic insofar as, like, people notice you a lot easier. Right. And that's to and say the differently, Terminator.
0: like, um, Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Like, Last of Us made by Naughty Dog, so those stealth mechanics, theoretically, are probably super similar to Uncharted 4. Right. But Last of Us, I got. Right. But maybe it's because they're not people. So right, yeah. You have the zombified types. people were able to, like, right. you, were, you could understand how they moved.
1: Yeah, the clickers. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what sets people off. Is it a sound? Is it a sight? Mm-hmm. You know, how smart is their sight?
1: Well, and that's the thing too. Uncharted 4 had that mechanic with the um, diamonds the above diamonds. the people's heads. So right. you knew if they were close to recognizing you or not. Breath of the Wild also has a similar mechanic to that. Right. Um, and that is kind of nice. And I, and perhaps lacking in Rise of the Tomb Raider. There Tumor is Router, a again, bit of
0: one, but it's it's smaller. Yeah. And it like is not as obvious.
1: Well, I, Yeah. It's tough in a way. I think they're going for a little bit of realism here in terms of like in terms of story, as right. if like if this was a movie about mm. a person or whatever. Um, this is what it would be more like. But it is. It's very challenging. So yeah. I get it. And in it, the game, doesn't help you figure it out for sure. No. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like Uncharted 4, the first time you encounter the people with the diamonds, like the, it's like there's a whole tutorial sort of right, of it right. um, in that moment to help you understand yeah, the, how this works. And it
0: matters because that's the first time they introduce it, is that game, even though right. it's the fourth one. As opposed to like, in this game, there's a tutorial of how to use your pickaxe. Yep. But we already had the tutorial on the first game. And rightfully so.
1: Yeah, because somebody might not have played game. People the first might just game. jump in or yeah, whatever. Totally yeah. fine, yep. Um,
0: And it is pretty quick tutorial, but yeah, the tutorial stuff is tricky for sure. Yeah, I mean, I am enjoying it, and I I do just want to play more of it because maybe what because the story is is kind of interesting to me. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, and it gets better. It's always exciting to hit those um, the cutscenes over Mm -hmm. you know whatever. So, and there's a lot of really interesting stuff in the stuff you find.
1: Yeah. Yeah, really interesting stuff yeah. that contributes to the story.
0: Sometimes I'm not into it. Yeah. Like, especially the old stuff. Like, stuff that's historical. Yeah. Like, oh, we, we just moved to this area. Our oh, previous yeah, life. and yeah, yeah. And that stuff, I'm like, I'll skip it. Right. But when it's talking about the people who currently live there or soldiers who had left, I'm the like, soldier that stuff, stuff. Is really Yeah,
1: yeah. There's yeah. some really interesting stuff.
0: So, I mean, again, good game. I definitely recommend it to someone, but uh, it has been a little bit harder for me to kind of get going with it because I think I just kind of did it wrong. Yeah, odd. yeah. Um, but now, meat and potatoes. Breath of the world. <laughs> I'm not playing it. not allowed to.
1: You're not allowed to. you, not not, well, you like, are not
0: allowed Amanda's to. Amanda's like, you fucking touch this game.
1: Well, let's talk about why you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to because for the first time in Zelda history, there's only one game file. Yeah. That's why you're not allowed to play because I'm it. playing it and you can't simultaneously play it. Um, so that sucks. There. I said it, <laughs> Nintendo.
0: <laughs> Pre- presumably, because there are like files, because when you manually save, like mm-hmm. there are like four slots.
1: What in Breath of the Wild,
0: <laughs> yeah, because like you'll hit the options menu and you go to system. You oh, hit save. Yeah, 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 yeah. So theoretically, there's that, but there's the auto save it's right? The auto save that I'm concerned about, no, well, we're to
1: erase your file for right. sure.
0: So yeah. that's why it's hard. Um, yeah, but and I know on Switch for a fact, um. You just can't have multiple saves on a Switch because all the data is saved on the machine. Right. Not the cartridge. I see. Like it used to be back in the day.
1: Right.
0: So you can't bring your... So if you have Breath of the Wild on Switch and I have Breath of the Wild on Switch and we're playing on the same Switch, it doesn't matter. Mm. Whoever played first is the same thing. Gotcha. So we've got some friends who have two Switches. And that's really the only way they can both play it.
1: Yeah. If you had a Wii U and a Switch or you had two Wii U's or you had two Switches, that's the only way.
0: Yeah. So... um, so Amanda's fine. So playing fuck it you, now. Nintendo. And rightfully so. Amanda's been waiting for this game forever. She got the goddamn console to play this stupid game.
1: I really did. Yeah, I've been waiting for Birth of It's not stupid. How dare you? It's a fucking um.
0: <laughs> stupid juvenile game. How right? dare you? For babies. <laughs>
1: um yeah J-Ray doesn't dislike Zelda he would never say that but no. he's not a Zelda fan no by but any this stretch. game looks amazing yeah it is and I want amazing. to play it so bad yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's tough it's <laughs> tough <laughs> I let him play sometimes like it's stupid t- she take me to Kakariko Village
0: it's like oh I gotta go take a dump here Play around in the village, and all I can do is pick up pots and throw them at a wall. Okay, i have given you better stuff than no, that to do. One time I, I had a sword and I didn't know the buttons, so I hit the sword against a rock by mistake, and she's like, Yo, you're breaking my sword! Yeah. Oh. And I was like, get, Relax, sit <laughs> down. I didn't know. Huh? I won't do it again. But she's like, No, you certainly won't. She took the gamepad to away from me. And it's I very it.
1: unnecessary because you come across weapons all the fucking time, but I feel a lot of stress about wasting my stuff in yeah. Breath of the Wild. Um, in a way that I don't think I need to, but it gives me a lot of anxiety.
0: I'm not a great backseat gamer. No, he's a terrible backseat no, gamer. let's switch that. <laughs> I am a backseat gamer. He, he, that's the bad part. That's the bad part, Right, yeah. because, yeah, I see Amanda's inventory stuff, and I think... I think there are some changes that I might do, but I don't know enough about the game to make the proper suggestion. <laughs> so I'm always just like, well, get rid of it. Why right. do you need it? Whatever. You'll get more. And she's like, no. <laughs> um,
1: it does give me a little bit of stress. So <laughs> it's
0: hard and um, it's difficult for me to watch. And I'm excited to play in a couple months um, so that I can like see what's going on and mm-hmm. I can kind of understand what you were experiencing so I could experience and stuff. Right. And I won't get the same like open world ooh-ah that you are. Um, because like, because you have
1: seen a lot of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it looks like a great game, and you've been having a blast in there, right? It is
1: a great game. I have been having a blast, and I haven't finished it yet, um, which also gives me anxiety. But um, I, I'm still here to say that it has got to be. I, and I won't pass judgment till I finish it. But if it is not the best Zelda game of all time, which I think it probably is, it's I mean, it's second.
0: Like it's it's up. Like there. it might it currently is probably second
1: yeah i mean for me personally and and the thing is i just have such an attachment to arena of time because of my childhood my dark past (laughs) um yeah that i i hate to take it down from that first place place um but this game might be better, which is a really big deal because on, on video game there's like you know if you look up a gaming list right now of the greatest video games of all time, many of them have Ocarina of Time at the first slot. Um, so that's, to think, that's going to change. Yeah, yeah, I know that's crazy, and it's so it's, it's pretty crazy to think. So so yeah, totally revolutionary, and I and I don't even disagree. And I hate open world gaming mm-hmm. as a general rule of thumb. Yeah,
0: it's also really frustrating. So. She didn't like
1: Skyrim. I hated Skyrim. Hated and, it.
0: And um, you know, Borderlands was fine because you and I were playing together. Yeah, but I would have hated it if I wasn't playing. Same thing, yeah. If you're you. alone or whatever, when I leave it up to you, you kind of like are not like. I huge don't fan want to. Yeah, right.
1: Stuff. Minecraft, I don't play.
0: <laughs> no, which is a bummer because Minecraft's great. Yeah. One day we'll, we'll get into Minecraft again. We'll anyway, try
1: Minecraft. so it's not really my thing. But despite it not being my thing,
0: I'll get you some sheep. You want a sheep? No. In Minecraft? Stop it. How many dogs do you want?
1: One day he made me like a hundred dogs because I like dogs in real life.
0: She punched them all. She's like, how do you pet them? And she (laughs) kept punching them. (laughs) It's terrible.
1: It's true. Yeah. Anyway, despite all of that, I love Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. Because I was worried, you know. I really was. I mean, I was excited for this game and everybody in the world was excited for this game when they heard that it was going to be open world. But when I heard that it was going to be open world, I was like, oh no, what has happened? (laughs) So it's pretty crazy. And I I think more than anything, the thing that's most commendable and worth talking about about it, and I can talk about it forever, is like, it's just amazing that they have Zelda is such like a form formula-based franchise. Like every game the same. Exactly the same, just different. And this game, they just like threw out seventy-five percent of the goddamn formula, and it still feels like a Zelda game. Right. And that's the part that I think is really amazing. Because I don't know how it could still feel that way when you've taken away everything that made it Zelda. Yeah. You know? I think it's really um it's really impressive. And right. and good for Nintendo because I've been shitting on Nintendo a lot for the past several years. At this point, that they won't, they haven't come out with something worthwhile in a All while, right. and this is it. And this is more worthwhile than any game anybody's put out, in my mm. opinion, in mm. the past couple of years.
0: I mean, I think the thing about it is that, um, like you said, it's Nintendo, and they needed to. Yeah. It's also one of the most recognized franchises yeah. in the history of video games.
1: I believe it's third. <laughs>
0: i didn't know there was an actual chart
1: yeah uh, mario is first and i think pokemon is second mm,
0: and then zelda. and
1: then zelda which all three of those things are nintendo, nintendo. so good on nintendo
0: well so that's the thing <laughs> i mean because so i'm going to be starting horizon zero dawn as soon as i'm done with tomb Raider, mm-hmm. like the second yeah i'm not even gonna let the credits finish on tomb raider nice um And those have scores almost as high as Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm
1: excited to see Horizon Zero Dawn, too. We have it. (laughs) Jerry just hasn't played it yet. And um, I'm too tied up in Breath of the Wild because I'd like to play Horizon Zero Dawn, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the thing, too, about Horizon Zero Dawn, though, is like it's from a game company that makes modern games. Right. Zelda games haven't necessarily been modern games. Not at all. They've been newer versions.
1: Yeah, they haven't even changed. I mean, Skyward Sword and has as much to do with a link to the past as like anything. Right. You know, it's like they didn't change at all. <laughs> same, so, same thing.
0: Well, I think that's why no Horizon Ganondorf. Zero Dawn, that was the change. Right. We get here I think that's of him why instead. Horizon Zero Dawn is like great, but no one's like running their children over for it. Right. But well, so Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Did you know? has a high the Switch version of Breath of the Wild has sold more copies than physical switches.
1: Yeah, it makes sense cuz people like Nick and Maggie bought two.
0: No, but they have two switches and two games. Oh. So there are, so someone out oh, there. Oh wait,
1: that's crazy. Right?
0: What? So, no one really knows why. Presumably, I think it's because the Switch hardware is botched and people haven't been able to get it so they bought zelda to have it oh
1: and they didn't get their switch yet
0: but it's probably the only instance where a video game has outsold the console it's on
1: that's so weird right really weird it doesn't even make any sense
0: barely makes any sense i don't get it yeah um you
1: know i'm gonna be scratching my head about that all night
0: nintendo has been like really i don't know what it is i like i have a vague idea of what it is right because it costs money to make something physical Mm -hmm. um and they got really burned with amiibos yeah um they had an overabundance of some of the more typical characters, you know, maybe, I don't know what they are, but, you know, you figure like your Peach and your regular Mario or whatever, um, you know, and people were just less interested. They wanted all the cool ones. Yeah. So because of that, they end up with a butt ton of inventory of those old ones. And what are you going to do? Right. Um, so then they came out with the NES Classic last year.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, no one was ever able to get one. Yeah. And they canceled it. Yeah. It's rumored that SNES is going to come out this fall. Right. And probably the same thing. Yeah. Hard to get. And then the Switch, same thing. People yeah. just can't get it. Yeah. And people want to buy it. Um, and it's not as bad as the Classic. Obviously, our friends got them. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, we can't go into a GameStop and buy one right now.
1: No, I know. It's crazy.
0: So it's like, I don't really know what Nintendo's plan is. They have this, like, weird thing where, like, they put all their money in some shitty stuff. And then where you feel like they should put all their money they don't. Yeah. Um, but Breath of the Wild has been, like, the thing. Like, you had to play it. Yeah. And if you already own a Wii U, good for you. But, like, get the Switch.
1: Yeah, I mean, people have said to me, like, to get the Switch. And, and I, we have a friend who is playing on Wii U and he wishes that he bought a Switch. I don't feel that way, but I do feel angry that I think the the decision to push Breath of the Wild so that it can be re- could be released with the Switch affected the game negatively for Wii U. Yeah. And that really bums me out. It makes me really angry some days.
0: Because you're talking about that one thing we saw with Miyamoto, right? Mm-hmm. So Miyamoto's doing a demo like two years ago. Yeah. And he's playing Breath of the Wild, and he's using both screens at the same time. The game's on the TV, His and map. he's got map and inventory and all that shit on the gamepad. Amazing! And it I was think. awesome, yeah. and
1: I have to say, like, I miss it because there are so many menu screens. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe I just don't play enough open world games or whatever. But there are so many menu screens, and I always press the wrong button first. I always press plus when I'm supposed to be pressing minus, or plus minus when I'm supposed to be. Pressing. And it's just like very frustrating right. to me. And if I just could look down and see the map, that would be swell.
0: Right. I Not mean, to mention,
1: then you could see yourself moving on it as you are moving, which is really a useful mechanic.
0: Well, like, so you've got all of your weapons, right? Yeah. Full up. Open a chest. Inventory is full.
1: Oh, yeah. This is the worst thing,
0: too. And then you have to close the chest, go into your menu, drop the weapon, Yeah. get out of the menu, open the chest.
1: Assuming you want the thing in it. Yeah. Right. Because you can't you even don't, see what the see it, the it is. You can't see the stats. Yeah. Stupid. But it's very stupid.
0: What I mean, what they should do anyways <laughs> is you try to open the chest, and then it goes into your menu and says, it is this thing. Right. Would you like to switch it out for something Absolutely, else? Absolutely. Right. And what they should do, but what they could have done... Was that they could have opened it and you could have manipulated your inventory on your game pad instead. The game pad, totally useless. Yeah. Just a flashing message says tap here to play on your game pad. Yep. And then when you play on your game pad, then the TV says press whatever button to switch over to the TV. Yep. Um, So it's it's really unfortunate that that's the way. But obviously, Switch is not dual screen. So
1: right, and that's the problem. Right. So it is. Yeah. So the Switch has ruined my life. because i always intended to play breath of the wild on the wii u yeah yeah so that i get salty about that some days but it's mostly it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine god it's fine actually it has come in handy though if we had the switch it would have been just as handy but it's come in handy um because jerry's been playing rise of the tomb raider and i can simultaneously play breath of the wild using only the gamepad so that's been useful
0: yeah I mean, that's the least they could do. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, no, that's literally the least they can do, and that's what they did, so I'm yeah. salty about it. Yeah. But at least I use it. Like, I, most people probably don't. If I, if I didn't live with you, I probably would play that game 100% on the TV, and the gamepad would never even get right. any use at all, you know? Well, there were
0: some instances, though, where you are able to scoot to our bedroom and play. Yeah. Yeah, so. And that's even true. then, the gamepad is not great at long distances from the Wii U. No. In your old apartment, you couldn't go from the living room to your bedroom that's because correct. it was too far. But now, we're just separated by a single wall, so it's a little bit easier. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's true. Breath uh, of the Wild is the greatest. Yeah. One day I'd like to play
1: it. Uh, one day you will.
0: Well, I figure maybe if uh, if the way the timing works out, I'll beat Horizon Zero Dawn as you beat.
1: That would be dope.
0: And then we just trade off. Yeah we'll see I, I want what I want to do is I want to create a list of video games I want to play
1: yeah it's too big <laughs> yeah I know
0: um, I didn't play Metal Gear Solid 5 yeah Phantom Pain I didn't play Mirror's Edge Catalyst yeah I have a a vague interest in uh, Wildlands Tom Clancy's Wildlands even mm. though I think it's a garbage bag probably full of garbage
1: sounds like a garbage bag <laughs> um, full, of it, garbage.
0: <laughs> full of garbage full of garbage uh it kind of bums me out that i don't have a pc right now because of this one game that people are playing called battlegrounds which mm. is um that hunger games ish
1: yeah yeah or
0: battle royale if you're not familiar with hunger games uh style game where there's a hundred people parachute out of a cargo plane they're on an island and slowly the available area of the island gets smaller as people die mm-hmm. you know kind of forcing people to get to the center kind of like the hunger games right um and that I'd really love to play, but PC only, whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff I want to play, so I feel like I just got to start documenting it. Otherwise, I'm going to lose track and then forget.
1: Right. Um,
0: yeah. Makes but, sense. But it's a good time to be playing games, like No, I said. for sure.
1: Yeah. For sure. Well, and, you know, we haven't even... We played that game Brawlhalla at PAX, and, yeah. we, and we loved it. And we're like, we're going to play this all the time. <laughs> we, st- yeah. we haven't even downloaded it yet. It's yeah. free. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just like just. But it's time tough because like you
0: got the laptop. So what I could do is I could get Steam on your laptop and we could play it on your computer. But right. like we have the whole TV over there. Right. It is supposed to come to PS4. So when yeah. that happens, we'll see. But right. not, nothing yet yeah um I will say before we wrap up we bought New York Comic-Con tickets we did so we'll be at New York Comic-Con 2017 uh, visit us at our booth outside <laughs> by the homeless man <laughs> no we got we got Thursday and Saturday tickets by choice we did uh we are fortunate enough to be big enough nerds that we had fan registration from the previous year that allotted us into this early buy yep thing. Um, It's hard to say how the experience was. It still took half an hour, and I hit that button on the nose. I had an alarm go off. Amanda was in the bedroom, and she heard it, and I said, now! And I hit the button, and I was in that line, and uh, yeah, it still took half an hour. But by the time I got there, it is. Last year, we were on vacation. Was it last
1: year or the year before?
0: Last year. Okay. We are on vacation. It was a Wednesday. I'm outside by the pool with a laptop. Desperately trying to buy Comic-Con tickets.
1: And it took him like two hours. It was forever. I was just in the pool living my life. (laughs)
0: Yeah, And by the time we got there, only... I don't know if only Saturday was left, but Saturday was like the only good option. Yeah. So that's what we got. We went for the one day and it was fine, but you know, whatever. Uh, This time around, because they separated it, presumably it was easier, but uh, maybe when I'm bored later, I'll read the comments on their facebook page because people were already complaining while i was waiting in line yeah (laughs)
1: Um, but we only waited 30 minutes and all passes were available when we got in right so it was fine yeah
0: so there you go uh they will have a general sale sometime probably a little bit later yeah uh for everybody who didn't go previously and has registered now plus anybody who didn't get the tickets they wanted today right um and by the day this is released which will be i think the third right the third uh standby tick tick tock little april showers third is
1: wednesday yeah we'll be buying pax tickets yes
0: so this episode is released on may the third uh pax unplugged tickets go on sale today Yeah. so if you're interested it's in the philly area uh it is in philly
1: No, it's not in Philly. It's outside of Philly. At a weird convention center. I'm just kidding. It's in Philadelphia.
0: It's in the river. (laughs) It's in Philadelphia. It's in Philly. Uh, It's called PAX Unplugged, and it's the first time they've ever held it. And all we know is that it is a PAX for tabletop games. Yep. RPG things with dice, pieces, cards, all that jazz.
1: I'm going to play some Monopoly. That's what we're going for. (laughs) There it is.
0: You're like rich bitches.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for Clue. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Clue is <laughs> a great game. She's gonna, I love clue. <laughs> she's gonna cosplay as Miss Scarlet, I believe.
1: Ooh, that's a great idea. I should. Boom, done.
0: Done. Um,
1: just go as a red game piece.
0: Great. Yeah. That's like what? Sorry.
1: No. Or that that's what Miss pieces? Scarlet looked I like see. in the original clue. <laughs>
0: Um, but I, I think we're, we're going to try to go a lot. I don't know if we're going to go the whole time. I don't even know what days. Oh, we know what days. Yeah. But we don't have ticket price or anything, but we're going to try to go. But anyways, if you're a listener of the show and you're in that area, you should try to go, too. It would be cool to just, it'll just be a cool experience. And if you run into us, it's even better. We'll give you something. Yeah. We'll have stickers by then.
1: I'll give you a hug.
0: There you go. Really? Free hugs. Free hugs.
1: I will give hugs. Absolutely hugs. All the hugs. I'll
0: give stern looks and sassy comebacks. <laughs> That's what I'll do.
1: That's where you're best at. Thank you. You're welcome. You fuck
0: you're a fuck <laughs> okay that's it anything else to add
1: no I don't think so play Breath of the Wild of play, play the Breath best the Wild. game and it's the only game worthwhile we talked about on this list there it is I'm just kidding okay. <laughs>
0: um, so as always uh, like I said at the top of the show visit d 2 gatumblrcom uh, where we do a bunch of fun reposts and uh, we'll start taking questions for the show follow us on twitter at danger alone pod where um, I ask random ass questions no one responds to but you can reply to us there and then we'll <laughs> talk to you um visit patreon.com slash broken jars to donate some money we're gonna we only got two um tiers right now uh we have like a thank you very much dollar tier where you just give us a buck a month and um you know we appreciate it It helps with server costs we have a two dollar tier i believe where you get access to our discord channel where uh the whole network is in there chatting about whatever, and it's fun, uh, but we're going to be adding some new tiers for some higher price points uh, soon, um, so keep an eye out for that. That'd be great. And uh, leave a review. If you listen to us on iTunes, leave us an iTunes review. If you listen to us on Stitcher, leave a Stitcher review. If you use Podcast Addict, you can't do anything but uh, Google Music, you know, all that Go jazz. fuck yourself. That's right, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been watching a lot of Always Sunny, so like, we're, Go be- yeah, we're in a- that kind of mood. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, leave leave the review because what it does is it kind of boosts us up in the search and then it's easier for people to find us and then they'll leave a review and then we'll be millionaires and then we'll invite you all to our mansion, I think is kind of how that uh, goes, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 That's not a contract, by the way. I'm lying. <laughs> but leave the reviews. It makes us feel special and uh, we'll even read them on air. But uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, I'm Jay Ray.
1: And I'm Amanda.
0: And the fucking people upstairs who are doing... I know. Krav Maga yeah, or something. Yeah,
1: for real, doing some Krav. Uh, some
0: BJJ presenting jiu-jitsu. They're playing
1: DDR That's what's <laughs> on a really. PS2. So Was that PS2? With the dance pattern yeah, jazz?
0: Probably. That's what they're doing. Noobs. All right. Uh, well, we're out for this week. We will see you next time. Bye.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to say goodbye. How about that? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>